Welcome to our Together on Mission podcast, where we seek to be with and like Jesus. As we begin a conversation with Jesus in the morning, through scripture, prayer, and meditation, then continue that conversation with him throughout the day. Your host is Travis Twineman, the lead pastor at the Inland Vineyard Church in Corona, California. In this season of the podcast, we are going to look at the birth narratives of Jesus in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Together on Mission podcast. This is Travis, and you're going to need a Bible, a journal, a spot, a place you can count on, maybe a cup of coffee, cup of tea. We're going to talk for a bit begin a conversation with Jesus, and then as we walk and talk with Jesus today, because that's what disciples and friends of Jesus get to do, we're going to just continue the conversation that we're starting this morning with him throughout the rest of the day. And so, good morning. You can turn to Matthew chapter 2 because it is Advent, it is Christmas, and we are looking at the birth narratives, the infancy narratives of Jesus. So we'll be in Matthew chapter 2 in just a moment, but the title of the podcast this morning is The Great Misunderstanding. And this is not going to be an easy podcast, at least that's what I'm feeling right now. And the reason why it's not going to be an easy podcast is because this point needs to be made. And I think that Matthew, the author of this gospel, is making this point, but it's easy to take this point too far in either direction, actually. And so I'm going to try to make the point, but I'm going to try to be careful not to take the point too far in either direction. And hopefully that's going to make a little bit more sense as we proceed. So the title again, The Great Misunderstanding, and I'm just going to give it to you. And I think this is part of what Matthew is saying. The great misunderstanding is to simply define greatness as prosperity, riches, power, fame, importance. And I hurry to say that none of those things are bad in and of themselves. And those things can be very, very good. But the great misunderstanding is to simply define greatness as prosperity, riches, fame, power, and importance. And before you or I think or say, well, I would never do that, the reality is we do this all the time. And it's been done since Matthew chapter 2, and even well before that, it's been done since the fall, since humankind went wrong in Genesis 3. It's been done since then. I mean, we're literally, we're trained in this. We grew up in this. We're, We're taught this directly and indirectly. It comes at us from everywhere. Greatness is prosperity, riches, power, fame, and importance. And so here is the point. We will pursue greatness. And and this is important. That's a good thing. We were created to pursue greatness. We should spend our lives pursuing greatness. And that is why the great misunderstanding is so dangerous to simply assume that greatness is prosperity, riches, power, fame, importance, period. So, what is greatness? Or who is greatness? And so we get to Matthew chapter 2. 
beginning in verse 1, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, magi or wise men or astrologers from the east came to Jerusalem and said, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we've come to worship him. When Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. They said, in Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied. Now, verse 9, after they heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down. They worshipped him. They opened their gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, the wise men were pursuing greatness, right? Which is good. They were pursuing greatness. They were pursuing Jesus. They were going after Jesus, but they fell prey to the great misunderstanding. Greatness must be in the palace. Greatness must be where famous people are. Greatness must be wealthy. Greatness must be the powerful. And so what they did is they went to Jerusalem. They went to the palace because after all, greatness is wealth, fame, prosperity, and power. So that's where they went. And how confusing do you think it was for these wise men to discover that the great one that they were pursuing was actually not there? And I think we need to think about that for just a minute. How confusing it was to the wise men to discover that the great one, the one that they were pursuing, the one that they should have been pursuing because we're called to pursue greatness, wasn't actually there in the palace where he was supposed to be, right? And then we get the, the prophecy that the wise men and the teachers of the law give Herod that the great one promised by the Old Testament is going to be born in Bethlehem. Well, that's weird. That doesn't make any sense. Bethlehem's a very poor area of town, right? It's the wrong side of the tracks. How could greatness dwell there? But they went. The wise men went and they came upon a very meager, small house with a pretty poor, you know, couple. And then they saw greatness. And this baby wasn't famous or powerful or rich or important. This poor baby boy living on the wrong side of the tracks. And they knew this is greatness. And they bowed down and they worshiped and they gave their lives and they gave their gifts and they, they were changed forever. And we don't get any more about the wise men and their journey or anything like that. But these wise men from this point on will define greatness different. Even if they don't know exactly how to define it, they were no longer prey to the great misunderstanding that greatness is simply power, fame, fortune, influence, and prosperity. See, everything changed. And we must be careful at this point in our journey, whatever point in our journey we're in, we must be careful not to simply define greatness as power, fame, 
prosperity. But, and this is very important as well, we must also be careful not to simply define greatness as obscure or poor or weak because that would be the great misunderstanding in the opposite direction. And in my opinion, that's just as detrimental. This story rocked the wise men's world. This story will rock our world. This story still rocks people's world. This story challenges the modern American view of greatness. This story compels us to ask the question, what is greatness? Or better yet, who is greatness? Because again, we're going to spend our lives pursuing whatever we define as great. And that's good. We're created to do that. So it is very important that we have a very good definition of what or who is great. And I'd like to stop there and leave things a bit open-ended, but there is one more thing that I want to say. I think this story, at least from the wise men's perspective, says that this baby is the goat. This baby is the greatest of all time. And so spend your life going after him. Spend your life going after the greatest. And you might end up poor and martyred in southern Turkey because you won't stop preaching in this great name. Or you may end up in Southern California as a rich businessman or woman generously funding the kingdom of God. Both options are beautiful as long as you and I spend our life going after the greatest of all time. We'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to the Together on Mission podcast. We hope you are blessed and encouraged by it today. If you had any questions about the Inland Vineyard Church, our ministries, or our Sunday services, feel free to connect with us on social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram, or check out our website at inlandvineyard.org.